Alrighty, everybody, I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. My name is Chris Hollifield, and not only am I one of the hosts of the podcast, but I'm also a real estate agent here in the state of Utah. So I want to thank you for joining me for another episode of this awesome podcast where we're showcasing awesome people right here in the Salt Lake Valley. Like I mentioned, I'm a realtor and I would love to help you find your next home. I don't know if you're listening to this thinking of moving to Salt Lake City, maybe you're looking at moving across town, maybe you're just curious about what kind of equity you have in your home. Well, I'd love to talk, I'd love to help you find your next home or even sell your existing home. Give me a call or shoot me a text, I'd love to chat. My number is 801-244-2908. And today on the podcast, I talk with Andrew James, he's the founder of Utah Is Awesome. We get to talk about his Instagram account, his website, his guide of 160 plus awesome things to do here in the state of Utah. Plus, we get to just find out about him as a person because he was uh, he's seriously such a great guy. And, and I was so stoked to get him on this podcast. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. Hey, the website for the podcast is IamSaltLake.com. This is like the home of the podcast. This is where all the episodes are, all the links to subscribe, all the information about the show, all the episodes from the past almost 10 years of doing this podcast are right there on the website. So go check it out. And uh, if we're not connected on Instagram, make sure that we're connected there as well. Uh, just follow I Am Salt Lake on Instagram. All right, like I mentioned, Andrew James is on this episode of the podcast. What a great guy. Seriously, such a great story. So I hope you listen to this entire one. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Enjoy. On the podcast today, we have Andrew James. He is the, um, I guess it would be the founder of Utah's Awesome which is a great resource, uh, not only on Instagram, but but you did a guide that I want to get into here as well um, that people can can purchase and, and find out about all the fun things to do in Utah. Uh, but Andrew, I want to start with you. Before we get into all of that, I want to find out what was the motivation or inspiration behind even starting the Instagram account, Utah is Awesome. Yeah, and uh, thanks so much, Chris, for having me on today. I really appreciate it, and I uh, really enjoy the podcast. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that, you're so. welcome, man. Yeah, no, it's it's an honor to have you on my show, man. I look up to uh, all your Instagram posts. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's got such a great Instagram. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> you bet. Thanks so much. Yeah, you know, it's it's a great question, and, and a lot of people ask me the same question: like, why did you start this Instagram account? Why do you post on social media? And, um, really it, it all began, you know, a couple of years ago, I actually took a trip with my uncle down to grand staircase Escalante national monument. And basically every spring, my uncle and I plan these, um, pretty amazing trips where we go camping on public land and then we'll do some hiking and explore different spots around Utah. And, my uncle is really knowledgeable about all these places that maybe aren't so well known with tourists or, or even shared on social media. So basically, uh, you know, one morning we're out camping and we pull up to this hike. And as we're hiking down into this canyon, what immediately struck me was all five of my senses were heightened at that moment. Oh, wow. Um, I saw, you know, vivid colors, the red and orange rocks, 
deep green color of the leaves, the bright blue and orange and pink sky as the sun was rising. Um, it smelled so fresh and it was really, really incredibly quiet in that canyon at that moment. Um, we could hear animals like birds chirping in the trees and the breeze was gently blowing. And as we're hiking down through this canyon, I had almost a spiritual experience at that min uh, minute. And I thought, wow, this is awesome. And, you know, not like awesome, like it's really easy to throw that word around, right? Awesome to me is, well, I, I basically looked up the definition and it's the definition of awesome is inspiring great admiration. And at that minute, I felt such a deep respect for this place that I was hiking. And I know that there are others out there who feel the same way, like these places in Utah inspire great admiration too. So I, I started Utah is Awesome on social media, basically as a place where people can gather together and share these amazing places and experiences, but also staying respectful to the land and knowing that we all need to do our part basically to keep these places awesome for others to enjoy. You know, I know this is going to sound funny to say, but that is awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, how, how long ago did you start all this? I mean, how many, how many years ago have you been doing Utah is awesome? Yeah. So I, I actually looked up my very first post on Instagram and it was 2020. Oh, okay. So for a couple of years now. Yeah. Been... Just, just a couple of years now. So let's actually back up just a little bit here. Um, just even for listeners of, of I am Salt Lake, cause I'm assuming a lot of people listening probably have never even been to your Instagram account. They, they might not even be familiar with what you do. So if they haven't been to your Instagram page yet, what kind of content will they find? Like what, what would they find on your Instagram? Immediately just looking at my feed, it's, it's really just a lot of eye candy, right? I share my own photography from around Utah, but I also love inviting professional photographers to tag the page so I can feature their work. And one of my favorite types of content to share is actually posts where I'm highlighting the colors that you're going to find as you explore different spots. So the greens and blues of Northern Utah down to the oranges and reds of Southern Utah. Dude, that is awesome. Do you find uh, doing Utah is awesome and doing the Instagram account and doing all this stuff with it, that it's opening your eyes to a lot more things that you didn't even know existed in Utah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, because, uh, you know, anybody who's posting content, the the goal and the challenge is always to find something that's fresh and, and exciting, but also unique, um, just to keep people engaged. So uh, as I'm posting on social media and as I'm updating my guide, I, I'm always trying to learn more because, you know, this, this state is so huge. There, there are parts of it that I haven't been to. And so I'm asking people who maybe have gone to uh, spots like uh, just the other day, I was talking with somebody and they said, you know, have you checked out Fantasy Canyon in Eastern Utah? And I said, no, and I've actually never heard of it. So yeah, what is uh, it? I've never heard of it either. What is it? Yeah. So it's, it's out near Vernal. And it's really, uh, really interesting rock formations. And I actually posted a couple of pictures the other day on Instagram. It's really, really fascinating place. So yeah, I mean, just just 
I'm learning uh, as people are interacting with my page, I'm learning at the same time and, and trying to post these places, but also keeping in mind that, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to promote these places too much so that there's, you know, endless amount of tourists going and visiting that. But I think we can still appreciate how Utah looks through the lens of a camera and, and be in awe of some of these places, you know, just sitting at your computer or looking at your phone. Yeah. It's interesting. You said that about uh, promoting uh, places. Cause you know, you don't want to get it overrun with tourists and, and overrun with people. And you know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people have actually kind of gotten mad at me about this podcast that I do because they're like, you know, you're showing how awesome Utah is. And now look at it with all of these people that are moving here and everything. And it's like, uh, you know, it's such a catch 22 there because it's like, you want to promote it, but you also want to keep it a secret. I mean, does that, right. did, is it, how, how do you feel about all these people that are moving to Utah? I mean, I know I didn't, you know, tell you this question, but I was just curious what, what, uh, what your thoughts are on all the people that are moving here to Utah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a fact like, uh, Utah is awesome. And a lot of people are finding out about it and wanting to move here and, and start a life and build a life. I was one of those people, uh, back in 2002, I actually moved to Utah right during the uh, winter Olympics. And, uh, I was just in uh, amazed by the state and I wanted to come here and live. Where, where did you move here from? Where, where are you from? So I actually moved from Canada. Oh, wow. What brought you to Utah from Canada? Um, well, my, my family lives here. Okay. Uh, I have uncle and aunt, my cousins, my uncle, who I, I mentioned at the top of the show where we go and, and explore and go camping and hiking. But I, I moved here, yeah, in 2002 and actually started building my own bucket list of places that I wanted to visit because there were, I mean, everybody knows delicate arch, right? It's on the license plate. It's, it's one of the more iconic spots in Utah, but there, there are so many other places that I, when I moved here, I wanted to go and explore and visit and see for myself. And so really the Instagram account came as a, as a way for me to kind of build my own bucket list of these places that I wanted to see. How fun. How fun. You know, now that you say that, I hear the Canadian accent. I hear, I hear, I hear it. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I mean, and the only thing I have associated, what was that movie? Strange Brew that Rick Moranis (laughs) did years ago, right? You know, back in like the eighties with the, with the, (laughs) that movie was ridiculous. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So I, I do reserve the term hoser for a couple of people in my life, but, uh, (laughs) I won't tell you who. Oh, man. So, yeah, but um, oh, yeah. going back to your, your question uh, about tourism, it, you know, it's a, it's an interesting thing because as I'm, I'm running Utah is Awesome on social media, uh, it's always a balancing act. It's, I, I don't want to call too much attention to these spots in Utah that, you know, really need to be taken care of and preserved because they're so delicate. Um there was uh, a story on ksl.com back uh, last year where a guy was posted about what they call flash crowding at a popular hiking spot in Zion National Park. Have, have you seen that story? I, I don't think I have. Tell me about it. Yeah. So the, this term flash crowding, it's, it's a thing where people are gathering at these spots 
only for the sole purpose of posting on social media. So oh, wow. this this popular hiking spot in Zion, everybody got up to the top of this spot and they were taking selfies and they were, you know, doing videos for TikTok. And and I've even personally seen people walking off trails and stepping all over that cryptobiotic soil, which is really delicate. You know, mm. it takes a long time for soil to repair. Um down in Southern Utah. And, and it's all just to get that perfect Instagram pic. So I personally feel a responsibility not to contribute to that problem. So a lot of times I won't even share specific locations with my content. Sometimes that, that, that may tick people off, but you know, it's, it's just kind of a balancing act. Yeah, no, I could see how that is. I mean, yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm I'm glad there's people like you out there that are, you know, creating content, but yet you're finding a way to show it off, but without sharing everything about it. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. All right, you guys, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. Hey, you guys, they have been a sponsor. Gosh, it's been a couple of years now. And the reason they sponsor this podcast is because you guys support them. So remember that when you support them, you support us. It's pretty cool. UtahMarijuana.org, they are your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, and CBD and THC. Yes, you heard me right. Medical marijuana is legal here in the state of Utah. And UtahMarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts, they're going to make getting your medical card easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. With over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to do a search for a doctor that's willing to recommend cannabis treatment to you. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount code to listeners of this podcast. So I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. Pay attention because if you use the code GREEN25, this is going to save you $25 off your first visit. Again, that's an exclusive discount code for listeners of the podcast. GREEN25, use it for your first visit. That way, they'll know you listen to the podcast. You'll save yourself $25. Head on over to utahmarijuana.org. Check out all the locations along the Wasatch Front so you can uh, go get your card, go get the help you need, and take control of your health, you guys. It is 2022, and uh, utahmarijuana.org is going to help make that happen. So go support these guys, and many thanks to utahmarijuana.org for being a sponsor of the podcast. What is your, what's your least favorite part about running the uh, Utah's Awesome Instagram account? Yeah, I mean it's it's exactly that. It's yeah. it's showcasing my love for Utah, all the amazing spots, and and maybe highlighting local businesses that um, are are contributing something valuable mm -hmm. to the economy, um, but not also uh, you know over commercializing some of these places too. So, and, and it really goes back to the reason that I started this account in the first place. It's I think Utah is awesome and I want to share and and bring a little bit of attention to some of these spots that just resonate with me so deeply. Um, but I, I don't want to 
over promote these spots either so that it has a negative impact on the environment. Uh, I'm a big believer in the term leave no trace. And I, I try to do that as much as I can when I'm out camping on public land or I'm hiking. I try not to disturb the land too much as I'm out there. And I think there's a responsibility that I have that I try to stick with when I'm uh, posting content on on Instagram too. Um, you know, it's really easy to post a, a spot and and tag the location in the post. And then everybody's like, oh, I got to go down to this spot and take a selfie and, and post myself on Instagram. And, and I really approach everything that I do with, with reverence and respect for the area. And thank you for doing that, Andrew. I, I really appreciate that. And I'm sure uh, listeners of the show are going to say thank you as well um, for, for ha- having that reverence. Um, but let's talk about this, this guide that you put together, uh, the 160 plus fun things to do in Utah. You know, it's funny. I didn't even know about this guide for the longest time. I, you know, I was, I was following you on Instagram and, uh, you know, admiring all your photos and then a little bit of investigation and, and realizing you had a website, utahsawesome.com. And then going to the website, you have this guide. It's the ultimate Utah bucket list, you call it. What, I mean, talk about this guide. What is it? I mean, what made you want to put it together? I mean, let's, let's start with uh, even what it is, I guess. Let's start with that question first. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's a, it's a very unique and simple title. Um, but I, I believe in like telling people exactly what they're going to get. Sure. And it's, it's more than 160 fun things to do in Utah. Um, it is information that spans all four seasons of the year. And I'm in there. It's, it's uh, constantly updated with the latest information. In fact, um, I just created a Google map with pins of all the locations of these different things. So, uh, And that was a suggestion from somebody who bought the guide. And they said, you know, I, I really love this guide that you created, but I wish that you had a map where I could see exactly where all these places are. And, and so I actually created that. But what I think is amazing about living in Utah is there's really so much to see and do and experience. But for me, I found a lot of that information wasn't really organized or compiled or categorized anywhere. So um, I mentioned I, I moved to Utah back in 2002, and I actually started writing this guide back when my kids were very young and I was a single dad back then I was trying to find you know fun things that we could do as a family but also have the three of us get out and really experience Utah and so I I remember we were in this really tiny apartment and uh, one Saturday morning my kids were sleeping and I remember I was on my laptop trying to research stuff that we could do that day um, instead of you know just staying inside and watching TV all day. So basically I, I planned these little adventures for us. Like I remember one weekend we drove down to Provo and we spent some time at Bridal Veil Falls. I, I remember my kids like to take their shoes off and splash in the water. And then we'd go down to the park that's at the mouth of Provo Canyon. We kick a soccer ball around and then we'd head over to the creamery at BYU and grab some lunch and some ice cream and, you know, we just make a day out of it. And then I, I remember we'd drive back home and we'd all be like super exhausted. But we had such an amazing time discovering all these places in Utah. 
and also, you know, really spending some good quality time together as a family. So I started to compile all these things down into uh, a Google Doc. And it was it was my own bucket list of things that I wanted us to experience. And eventually it just kind of morphed into this guide, which I call 160 plus fun things to do in Utah. And um, if you want, you go check it out. It's it's on my website, utahisawesome.com. Awesome. And so it's like an it's like an ebook, right? They just download it and um just I guess look at it on their on their tablet or or uh, iPhone yeah. or whatever, I guess. Well, you know, one thing that was important for me is I want to make sure that everybody who has the guide has the most up-to-date information. So it's actually uh, a Google Doc. And so I'm in there constantly updating the information, adding to the guide. And that's that's why I call it 160 plus fun things to do, because I think now it's like 180 yeah. different things. I didn't want to update the title every time I add something to it. No, and, that, and that's actually fi- finding that out, actually, Andrew, is uh, that makes me want to get the book even more because or the guide, I guess you would say it's it's more of a guide than a book. But the fact that you're updating it constantly, it's not going to be outdated, stale stuff, right? Like I've seen some different Utah books out there and you look at it and you're like, well, that's not really even going on now, or that's not even the best (laughs) recommendation or, you know, it becomes a little outdated. Yeah, exactly. As I'm thinking about the things that I like to see, um, I like to make sure that I have the most up-to-date information with anything. And, and also what's, what's, interesting with with this guide is i'm always getting feedback from people and i think feedback is so important to improving and and making things better so i remember one comment i got from somebody who purchased the guide they said you know i wish you had more holiday and christmas activities listed so i actually went that day and added a whole section to the guide with you know christmas and new years and holiday events and, and so, uh, if, if you do get the guide, you can, you can rest assured that you're always going to have the most up-to-date information. Now in this, in this guide, Andrew is, it's not just like, uh, some of it's city stuff, some of it's, you know, uh, hikes or camping. I mean, there's stuff for all kinds of people. So you don't have to be outdoorsy to necessarily enjoy this guide, right? Oh, exactly. You know, there are, there are people out there who maybe don't enjoy hiking or, some people may not want to drive three or four hours to get to a place where they can go and take some pictures. Um, so I have information and, and fun things to do across the entire state from here in our own backyard in, in Salt Lake City uh, out to, you know, the Four Corners area and all across all seasons, too. So if it's cold, like, you know, today it's it's cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that you can do and, and experience and have fun with indoors, um, especially in, in Salt Lake City. Or, you know, if it's uh, hot in the summertime, I've got a section where, you know, I list all the uh, outdoor pools and, and places where people can go swimming. So there's really something for everyone. Dude, that is incredible. Well, thank you for putting this guide together. I mean, we need something like that in Utah. I mean, people can just go to utahisawesome.com and get it right there. All right, we're going to take just a minute now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, the Salt Lake Barber Company. These guys have been a sponsor for quite a few years of the podcast. And hey, the reason they sponsor the podcast is because you guys support them. So every time you support them, you're supporting the podcast. 
I've been going over to Isaac at the Salt Lake Barber Company for years. He makes me feel like a million bucks. The Salt Lake Barber Company is located at 10 East, 800 South. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. They are a true community barbershop. They focus on providing the best work environment possible and allowing barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. They do take walk-ins if they're available, but just do as I do. Get yourself a guaranteed appointment. Head on over to their website, saltlakebarberco.com. You select the service you want, the barber you want. Boom, bada, bing, you got yourself a guaranteed appointment. Again, they offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. Go support these guys. SaltLakeBarberCo.com is our website. And uh, many thanks to the Salt Lake Barber Company for uh, being a sponsor of this podcast. Now, I'm looking here on your website, and there's a, there's a picture of you on there. And you're wearing a shirt that says, Utah is awesome. Now, do you sell these shirts too? I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. How, how can people get a shirt? I mean, cause just, I'm always looking for cool Utah gear and, and Salt Lake city gear, you know? And so it's like, gosh, you know, I gotta, can they just message you, I guess, for that? Or I'm, I'm not seeing a link here on the website. So I didn't know if I missed it or. Yeah. So, um, they can go to shop.utahisawesome.com and I've got a bunch of merch, uh, different gear, hats, shirts, hoodies, and and I'm always trying to find you know cool designs that I could come up with to to slap on a T-shirt. So very cool. Now, what about a book? Have you thought about doing? I mean, I know I just mentioned books become outdated, but have you thought about creating an actual physical book? Maybe, but you know, I've I've found that information can be become outdated mm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, for example, you know, in Salt Lake City. At Temple Square um, right now is under this massive reconstruction project. Um, so in my guide, one of the things to do, which is uh, a free thing to do in Salt Lake City, is go walk around Temple Square. But that's a little bit harder to do now that the uh, Temple Square area is under construction. So uh, I found that if I could hop into the guide and update the information um, it's a lot easier to do when it lives online versus on paper. Very true. So what what are your long-term goals? Do you have any long-term goals with Utah is Awesome? Or is it just kind of have fun and see where it goes? Yeah. I mean, um, actually, I, I just bought a drone for, for myself for Christmas. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm jealous. Yeah. And I'm really intrigued by video content. I love video. I think I love how engaging video is. And certainly not a lot of places in Utah, you can fly a drone. Uh, you're not allowed to fly drones in national parks, for example. Uh, even some of our state parks prohibit the use of drones. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's so challenging to, to fly a drone and to take uh, good quality video. So that's something that I'd like to learn how to do. And I've got a YouTube channel. I, I post content on TikTok and Instagram Reels. And I'm really intrigued by video content and, and kind of where that can take the Utah is awesome brand in the future. So you do have, you do have a YouTube channel then for some reason, I didn't see that you, you have, a, I do. you have a Utah is awesome YouTube channel. Okay. Very cool. Yes. And that, that's just uh, Utah is awesome. They can just search for it in Utah or in, excuse me, in YouTube. Uh, right. Find, yeah. I'll, and I'll put that link too. Uh, if you're driving, 
if, for one of our listeners or something, if, if they're driving, the link will be at IamSaltLake.com uh, with this episode to connect on, on YouTube and, and, and I guess TikTok. I didn't uh, realize you were on TikTok too. That is awesome. Yeah, all the social media. And actually, my kids uh, are big users of, of TikTok. So uh, I'm intrigued to see, you know, what what kind of stuff I can create for, for that platform. Um, it's really interesting because a lot of these social media channels, um, a lot of people really like consuming content that is short and quick, mm-hmm. 15 to 30 seconds in length. So I think as a, a creator and a storyteller, it's it's interesting to see how I can help you know, show the world that Utah is awesome in, in a quick video like that. You know, I love TikTok. I have just been intimidated to create anything. I'm like, what do I do on here? You know, but it, I love, <laughs> I love getting on there and just consuming it, you know, but for the longest time, I just thought it was like for 12 year olds, you know? So right. as I'm sure 90% of the people listening felt the same way, cause that's all I hear from anybody is, well, I thought it was for, you know, preteens or you know, stuff like, Hey, but you know, it's, you can create such awesome stuff. And, and even with, with me doing real estate now, there's so many amazing realtor videos on there. I'm just like, wow, this is great. Like I really need to get on here and create some content and right. uh, do some stuff on there. Now you've mentioned your kids a few times, Andrew, I, you know, and I don't know how old they are or anything, but what, what do they think about their dad doing this social media, right? Like doing this Instagram, do they get kind of embarrassed by it? Like if you're out doing something and you, you're taking pictures or something, or are they pretty, pretty cool with everything? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I think they're, they're cool with the idea. Um, they're definitely on all the social media channels anyway. So yeah. I, I think more often than not, they come across my content, <laughs> you know, just as, as they're, you know, scrolling on TikTok or Instagram <laughs> <Sure>. or whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, I, I try to not let social media get in the way of, of experiencing <laughs> Utah through my own eyes too. Mm. Um, so, you know, a lot of times if I'm out hiking or I'm, you know, out with my kids somewhere, I try to not really touch my phone that much and, and kind of experience things through our own eyes. And then if I just happen to grab a picture, I'll, I'll do that. That's cool, man. That's a, it's, it's tough sometimes to find that balance, right. And, yeah. uh, still be able to capture. Cause I, I know how I, I get to be the same way. Sometimes I'm like, Oh man, I forgot to take pictures though. And then I'm kind of bummed out about that. So it's, it's tough to find that balance of yeah, uh, exactly. what you're doing. You know, so there's a, f- a few questions we like to find out a little bit about uh, the people that we bring on here, um, you know, more than what they do and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I want to find out a little bit about Andrew right now. So when you're not working on Utah's Awesome, what are some of your other hobbies and interests? What are some other things that you enjoy doing? Yeah, um, I love flying my drone. Okay. Uh, as I mentioned before, that's, that's something uh, that I'm learning how to do. Uh, I got a ukulele for Christmas, so I'm uh, trying to teach myself how to play that thing. Are you any good yet? Can you play anything? No. No, no. I'm, I'm not going to make I, you I play it. I can't even play a chord. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going to make you play it. I was just curious. <laughs> and, it, and it's funny because every time I play it, it's out of tune. So I spend more time tuning the ukulele than I actually do learning how to play it. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Do you play any other musical instruments or no? Yeah. Um, yeah. For a number of years, I, I played drums. Okay. Um, played since fourth grade. So long time. I don't actually have a drum set now. Um, but it's, you know, I'm 
playing drums on my lap or my steering wheel as I'm driving. Sure. Have you played in a band or anything? Yeah. Yeah. In high school, I actually played in a garage band, a three-piece band, and we played the Battle of the Bands at high school and and got to play on a, a morning TV show up in Calgary. So no that was uh, that was pretty fun, and that was a, definitely a memorable experience. That that is that is awesome. That is, you know, I grew up. I I took so much music lessons in my days, uh, and and I always wanted to play in a band, just never did it. And now it's like ah, whatever. That 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 dream died. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I always thought. Well, you know, uh, you know, I have a ukulele. I'll let you borrow it if you uh, <laughs> if I want to play in a band with a ukulele, right? Exactly. So, so on that, I mean, that kind of leads me into the next question is, um, do you have like a memorable concert or sporting event that you've been to that, uh, that sticks out? Like, yeah, good question. Actually, a uh, few years ago, I worked for a local radio station here in Utah called X96. Oh, did you? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I worked uh, digital marketing. So, okay. and actually one day we had the band Alt J come in and uh, play a little mini acoustic uh, concert right before their their big concert. And those guys are really extremely talented musicians. I, I really enjoyed that show that they, they did for us. That's so cool. Now, you didn't get on the radio or anything, right? You just did the marketing for X96? Yeah. So I, um, I was on the air with a number of different radio stations here. Uh-huh in the salt lake market yeah but for x96 and and actually simmons radio at the time yeah um i i did uh digital marketing so i worked on the marketing team up there dude that is so cool i love those guys i love uh you know especially carrie bill and gina you know they've they've actually been uh you know huge supports of of this podcast especially in my beginning days so you know i my ears perked up when you said x96 i was like oh that's so cool. I, you know, yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time working there. A lot of great people, uh, made a lot of good friends there. Yeah. You know, and that was always my dream of like, I want to work on the radio. I want to do something with radio, you know, and then, and then starting a podcast. I'm like, why do I need to get on the radio? I can just do a podcast <laughs> and, and people can listen to that and they can listen anywhere really, you know? So I know. And it's it, with, with anything digital, there's the, the opportunity to reach a whole lot more people uh-huh. um, than traditional media, especially, you know, podcasting or starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you can, you can definitely re- reach a lot of people that way. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, Andrew, what would it be? I would say, the carnitas tacos from lone star in salt lake city oh that sounds like a good food to eat for the rest of your life yeah i i could eat well they they give you four i could definitely eat more than four. <laughs> oh, if you could learn one random skill what would it be well this might be this might sound super random but i would love to learn blacksmithing you know i so would i that is, that is, I was actually just thinking about that. That is incredible. So tell me more. I mean, what, uh, anything in, you know, in particular you want to, I, I don't know. So I used to work with this guy who actually forged his own knives and he'd bring them into the office. And I thought, how cool is that? Like not necessarily to sell them, but, and to make money, but I would love to go camping or hiking and actually use a knife that I made myself. I, I just think that's like the ultimate like man experience, right? If you can, if you can create a tool yeah. <laughs> of some kind and, and use it, I think that's amazing. Dude, that is, that is now you, now you make me really want to 
research that more. So if anybody listening teaches blacksmithing, reach out to Andrew and myself because we want to take some classes, right? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> Uh, you know, so we we have those days, uh, we all have those days, I know I do, and it seems like uh, over the last couple of years with everything going on in the world where, you know, I get in a bit of a funk, I'm not motivated, I don't want to get out of bed. What do you do on those days? I'm, I'm sure you've run into those too, Andrew, but what, what do you do on those days that you you just, you don't, you want to get motivated and you want to get inspired? Is there anything that you do? That's a great question because... You know, a lot of us are working from home these days yeah. and it's, it's really easy to get into a rut yeah. and, and not really know how to find your, your way out of it. And I think for me, what, what really helps me is I need to get outside and take a walk uh, every day, even if it's cold outside, like actually today, um, I think it's like probably upper thirties right now, temperature. Mm -hmm. And I, I still went for a walk. It was freezing cold, but for me, like just to get my heart rate up a little bit, get the blood flowing. Uh, I think it helps me be a little bit more creative in my job, um, helps lift my mood. Mm. And even if it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes, just a quick trip around the block, I think it's important just to get outside um, get some fresh air and, um, you know, kind of lift your spirits that way. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Uh, we have, a, we have a few, uh, standard Salt Lake city questions that we ask everybody here, Andrew. So of course we're going to ask you, I mean, there's been some, you've already given recommendations are obviously for some of these here in Utah, but, uh, we'll kind of, you know, target it in here a little bit. If someone's visiting you here in, in the Salt Lake city area, the Valley, um, for the weekend, let's even say this weekend right now, uh, maybe they're visiting from Canada, right? And they're like, show me around, Andrew. Show me the city. I mean, where where do you take people to? Do you have like any areas of town or things or objects? And when I say the Valley, I mean, let's even go into Park City and Utah County and stuff like that. I don't know if there's any recommendations uh, there or things that you like to take people to show show people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that you can do downtown Salt Lake City. And, yeah. And a lot of things that you can do for free. Yeah. Um, and so when I have people visiting, uh, you know, if my family is is visiting from out of state, you know, we'll go downtown. Um, mm -hmm. There's a, a ton of different things to do. You've got City Creek Center. You've got the Gateway. You've got Temple Square, Clark Planetarium. And, and a lot of these things are free. Um, so I definitely recommend spending a day downtown. And I actually, for your listeners, if, if you go to utahsawesome.com and you want to check out the guide, um, I'll, uh, I'll give you a bonus guide of, of free things to do in Salt Lake, um, uh, that'll be included with that guide. So, <sighs> dude, I love it. Now, if you could change one or two things about Salt Lake city, what would you change? And that's however you want to interpret that question. I mean, it could be big, small. It could be ridiculous. It could be not ridiculous. Yeah. Well, here in in northern Utah, the Wasatch Front, um, just with the the geography, the way that it is, um, everything is is just kind of all spread out in between the mountain ranges, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, I think for me, uh, I wish that you know we we have a great public transportation system here in Utah, Northern Utah with front runner and with the tracks lines and with the bus routes. I, I wish that the tracks line went further South. <laughs> uh, 
so I, I'm located in Utah County. We've got Front Runner, which is great. Um, but I, I just wish that, you know, if I wanted to make a quick trip somewhere in, in Utah County, I wish that there was a, a tracks line that would take me. Yeah, no, that uh, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, and, and I know you mentioned one of your favorite local eating spots, but uh, that kind of leads me into the next question of one or two of your favorite local eating spots. So I know you mentioned, uh, you know, those tacos for, for your food you would eat the rest of your life. But do you have another favorite uh, eating spot that you like to visit? Yeah, up in Traverse Mountain in northern Lehigh, there's a, a another taco spot called, called Takeria 27. That's a great place. I love eating there. Um, and actually, you know, I, I'm not very fancy. <laughs> I, I could go anywhere and, and just grab a quick bite to eat, but I also really love Harmon's. Oh yeah. Have you, have you gone and had their salad bar? Yeah, do, well, I, I don't know. I mean, the one from downtown here I have, um, I don't know. I would imagine they have it at all their locations, but oh my gosh, it is, it is at least the one downtown is ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can end up <laughs> actually one time I, I went to Harmon's, I, I grabbed a salad and they charged by the pound and it ended up costing me something like $17 because you could grab sushi. You could grab like whole pieces of, of chicken and throw it in your salad. And it was so heavy that it was almost a $20 salad. Dude, that is incredible. <laughs> you know, and but actually, it was so good. yeah, let me, I want to give a little plug for Harmon's actually to now. I mean, you brought it up here. I figured I might as well run with this. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the show. So first of all, I want to disclose that, but they have, I mean, if you've never been to this grocery store, if you're listening, maybe you've just moved here and you haven't visited Harmon's, they are a wonderful grocery store, amazing produce, always fresh, but not only that, they have a lot of local products there. So that, that's one thing I love about them is they're always bringing in new local, uh, locally made food, you know, packaged food. So, um, like I know there's Ruby snap there and Lazise. I've had both of them on the podcast. So, so go there and, and, and check out some of that stuff. Absolutely. And it's a great place to grab a quick bite to eat. If you're yeah. out looking for a place for lunch, um, a lot of the locations have, uh, an eating area with tables upstairs. So you can grab a spot and, grab a sandwich and just, uh, enjoy yourself. Very true. Very true. With, uh, with spring and summer right around the corner, is there anything that you're looking forward to? Anything that you're excited about? Yeah, I, I think just, uh, getting out and enjoying Utah's spring weather. Um, definitely a, a highlight for me. I like going up to the Capitol area mm -hmm. in, in Salt Lake city and walking around the, the state Capitol grounds They've got these cherry trees that bloom in the spring, and they're just really amazing to see. And uh, kind of a fun area up there just mm -hmm. to go and explore and walk around. How can listeners connect with you? How can they? I know we've mentioned the links a few times, but let's run down the list as we kind of wrap this episode up, Andrew. First of all, I mean, thank you so much for for recording with me today, uh, spending your spending a little bit of your day uh, chatting and, and, and allowing uh, me to get to know you and, and highlight you to our, our listeners of the show, but how can, uh, how can listeners connect more with you and find out more about what you got going on? Yeah. Um, best way to connect with me is on Instagram. Okay. It's Utah is awesome official. Uh, any other social media platform, it's just Utah is awesome. And then online at utahisawesome.com. 
Incredible. That is so, I, I, I just think it's awesome. They even got that website, Utah is awesome.com. Yeah, yeah, it's a good domain. I'm going to hold on to that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, and yeah, I bet you people will offer you a pretty penny for that one day. But uh, is there anything before before I hit stop on the record here, Andrew? I like to I like to open it up. I mean, if there is anything I forgot to bring up or anything you want to promote that that we didn't get an opportunity to talk about, is there anything uh, you were hoping we would talk about uh, before we wrap this episode up? I don't think so. I th- I think you covered it. Okay. Um, it, yeah, it was it was a really fun conversation. I appreciate you reaching out to me and and having me as a guest. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we'll have to bring you back through and uh, you know get to know you a little bit more and and uh, you know I like to kind of bring people back through and, and and allow our listeners to get to know you a little bit more. Um, yeah. So we got the websites. That's all at IamSaltLake.com. Thank you, Andrew, and I'll let you get back to your day. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you again to Andrew James for joining us on this uh, episode of the podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you connect with him and reach out to him because he is doing some really cool things here in, uh, in Utah. So make sure you're connected with him on Instagram. Go check out his website. Go check out the guide. Go buy some of his shirts and go support him because he is doing some really cool things. Hey, one thing before we leave, I want to make sure that you're part of the I Am Salt Lake podcast Facebook group. All you have to do is do a search for I Am Salt Lake community, join the group, hang out with uh, myself and the rest of the listeners of the podcast and uh, learn a thing or two about Salt Lake City. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Make sure you're subscribed in whatever podcast app you listen to this in. That way, all the episodes get sent right to your phone so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast.